talked a lot about this over the years, how you can watch MSNBC and get one view of the news of the day and watch Fox and get a different view of the news of the day. And, and often they're both right. It's just what you decide to talk about. But I haven't seen anybody. I don't I haven't seen anybody other than Fox covering this. The FBI story about, um, you know, having an agent involved who, who would appear was was pretty hardcore anti-Trump. Pro Hillary and involved in the current investigation. I mean, for whatever reason, well, I think the reason's pretty obvious. <laughs> right. Only Fox is covering it at all. I would think you have to cover it as news just because Mueller actually got rid of the guy, and he was his top guy. I mean, he got rid of a, he got rid of somebody that's involved in this investigation. That ought to be news for everybody. Sure, your interpretation of it could be different. Right? Was it purely for appearance' sake? Was it because of material bias? Right, but it's been ignored. Eddie Scary, Washington Examiner media reporter, joins us to talk about not only the perceptions, but what's actually happening that's making the news. Eddie, how are you, sir? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Uh, best wishes to you and yours during this uh, joyous holiday season. You as well. Thank you. Thank you. Could you lay this out for us? What's going on? Well, like you said, um, the story is big. Certain parts of it are not uh, not as big as other parts, but you know, I think probably first and foremost, which and this is the part that I haven't seen covered really anywhere other than um, one of our own reporters here, uh, the Washington Examiner. But the the whole thing with um, the FBI itself just stonewalling these the requests that they're getting from uh, the House Committee, looking for details on why this agent. Uh, was dismissed. You know, the, I think that this goes back months now of them asking for these things and they couldn't get answers. That's a pretty big deal. Um, when you get these kind of requests, you should, particularly, you know, the FBI, which is, they're there to answer these kinds of questions. <laughs> um, things should be a little bit more transparent. But that, I, I think, is the biggest deal. I think the other thing would be, like you were saying just now, that um, that the special counsel dismissed this agent. That in itself is also another um, big element of the story, and you're right that it, you know even though the Washington Post and the New York Times did break, help break a lot of these stories, um, it is missing from um, the commentary on TV. A lot of the cable news where people get their news, a lot most of their news from, I'd say, um, it's missing from there. And also not only that, but the the issues that the the opinion pages in the newspapers decide to highlight, and you know what the what the editorial boards of the newspaper like to talk about. Um, though that is a subject that has not, other than the Wall Street Journal, I will say they wrote a really good editorial yesterday. Um, but other than that, that you you really won't see this issue discussed. You know, I'm glad you started there, Eddie, because it's not quite as sexy and it's not quite as easy to understand. But if an organization like the FBI acts as if it is above or beyond the reach of Congress, which has a constitutional duty to regulate it and oversee it. That's scary. That's really, really bad. And they have just ignored legitimate congressional requests for a long time. Finally, uh, coming around when the really, really embarrassing stuff was about to hit the media. And that ain't right. Right, and you know the, the requests that are coming from Congress are pretty simple and straightforward, and you know they're investigating a very similar subject. You have about three investigations going on between the Senate, the House, and the FBI, all kind of uh, involved and related to the Russia 2016 campaign meddling. Um, but you know they, they should be, be cooperative to, to at least to the degree when. Um, this very big investigation um, that the FBI is doing when they're asking for information about why was an agent um, dismissed from it, one of the leading voices. And not only that, that someone was involved um, with the investigation into Hillary Clinton and the email issue. Um, you know, to ask 
simply, you know, what, what happened here and do you have, can you let us know uh, more specifics about why he was dismissed? That's, well, that's all pretty simple, pretty straightforward, and, and they didn't want to give answers up until recently, and it looked like they waited until the very last minute to do it. Well, the disturbing part of me, just very, to me, rather, um, I have, there are many disturbing parts of me, but the <laughs> disturbing part to me is that, um, is that, I mean, Mueller could have come out and furnished the documents and said, listen, this guy, Strzok, is a straight shooter. He is a model agent and a patriot. He happened to not like Donald Trump. He said so in text messages. But he has risen above his beliefs. Um, and, and he's been a straight shooter on this whole thing. We just thought for appearance sake we probably ought to let him go. Which and, is fine. Hey, that's great. Super. Thanks. Appreciate it. Congress asked the question. You answered it. But to stonewall completely, just it, it, it stinks of something to hide. So having said that, Eddie Scary, the Washington Examiner, is with us. Um, so there's also another uh, FBI agent involved in this whole thing um, who's come to a, everybody's attention. In the la- well, not everybody. Fox News's attention in the last 24 hours. Maybe the Journal. Yeah. And the Washington and Examiner. And the Examiner, of course. Um, do you have that story? I'm sorry. You'll have to refresh my memory on that one. <laughs> so this is the FBI agent who uh, m- made it known that, well, he actually got a hold of the acting. What was her position at the time? She was the uh, interim director. The gal, it's about the praising the gal for ignoring the travel ban. That whole thing. Yellen is her name? Right, right. The acting attorney general, right. So so when when she was a position um, uh, early in the Trump administration, she would not enact the travel ban. And everybody on the left saw her as a hero for not doing what she was supposed to do. Now, she was interim. She was only going to be there for a couple of days anyway, so it was fairly meaningless. But it was a gesture of, you know, I do not believe in Donald Trump. It's really out of line to not enforce the law when you're in that position. Well, an FBI agent actually got a hold of her and said, you're my hero for doing this sort of thing. And that person is also involved in the Trump investigation. A top prosecutor for Mueller's office, right? Right. So, the, And the person we're, we're talking about is Sally Yates. The name's coming to right. mind now. Um, but, you know, yeah, there was a story. I was, and I actually did a story about this today, but it's, it's looking at how the, um, you know, all, all these little incremental facts are coming out that really are showing the, that this is very partisan, it's very political, you know, it's, it's, this is not a sterile operation, sterile investigation that's being run. Um, but, you know, I've been looking at the coverage, over, particularly over the last three or four days, um, and it, it, you'll see now that the, the main issue has gone from looking for some, looking for collusion, rather, and it's shifted in a big way towards just looking for president's, you know, um, obstruction of justice. Um, I read a story in the New York Magazine, uh, I guess this was yesterday, that was 19, 19 times that Trump, may, uh, Trump obstructed justice. And it went through and it actually looked at, you know, and, and named the people that he's fired, typically for very reasonable reasons, um, things that the president has the right to do and, and, and reason that he would, for example, salute saying that she's not going to, that she tells the department not to enforce the travel ban. Um, so <laughs> we're, we're going back to that issue and we're calling it now obstruction of justice simply because he fired someone who, who had something to do with the Russia investigation. But the reason he fired her, they say, is because of the travel ban. But um, yeah, you'll, you will notice that there has been a very large shift in, in concentrating on 
on the collusion because it looks like there there's still after a year is no evidence strong evidence of that and now we're moving to obstruction well and and back to the travel ban and the weak weak mainstream media how huge was that story constantly over and over again as some uh, obscure judge in hawaii would say nope we're holding it up and then a guy it was washington state said no we don't like it either so it was held up. Well, the Supreme Court, what was it, a day or two? Yeah, two, two days, days ago, ago. Said, no, it, it's, uh, you can go ahead and enforce the travel ban while the courts are wrestling over it because it is not so clearly uh, bad or unconstitutional that we can hold it up. So, yeah, the ban is in effect. There was not a sniff of coverage of that on the alphabet networks or the big, uh, the big newspapers. Well, you know, they may have buried it in the back page, but that was a huge victory for the administration. And a huge slap by the Supreme Court, but nobody was paying any attention to it. But so, but so when the, the, the person acting in the position at the time wouldn't enforce the travel ban and was hailed as a hero, that that's craziness. By one of the lead prosecutors for Mueller. So, right. And I have, I'm with Trey Gowdy on this. He says Mueller's fair, he's a good guy, I think he'll get to justice. And I'm, I'm just going to look to Trey. Because I don't know. Yeah, I don't know where to go on this either. Because but it's the, starting to stink. The idea that FBI agents uh, don't have political leanings, well, that's crazy. All human beings do. What are we going to expect all our FBI agents? They don't vote in any election. They don't follow any of the politics of any of any issue. And they just have no opinion. And they have no awareness of how politics affect their personal lives. Yeah, it's just unrealistic. Right. Uh, on the other hand, going so far is to, is to uh, well, I don't know, texting your mistress isn't a big deal. Well, no, she's hoping to hear from you, <laughs> especially after last night. What are your thoughts, Eddie? Are you are you concerned that an FBI agent who's saying to his mistress, "Man, this Trump is an idiot," um, can't be can't be uh, fair when he's uh, doing his real job? Well, the one thing I will say about um, the, that whole story coming out that is that is something I actually feel bad <laughs> for him about because you know this it's a whole he's been caught up in this investigation doing his job and then his personal life is now national <laughs> a national story he's not he wasn't doing something good obviously but um, that really was a, a minor issue the whole having a mistress or whatnot but um, no I think not uh, to his wife yeah, yeah not, so not, you have a wife <laughs> not to I don't his even family. know I don't think he'd call her a mistress if he didn't right right. right. <laughs> Otherwise, yeah, it'd no, be his girlfriend. Yeah, you're right. You're right that um, I, I think everyone should expect that there are political leanings, and you know these people are not perfect. They're not. They're not robots. They do have their own politics. But it it is reasonable for um, you know maybe to, it would have been reasonable for Bob Mueller to come out and say, yeah, this is this is now public. Um, the things he said uh, apparently. I mean, I I think it's only a matter of time before they uh, the the messages are made public. Um, but apparently they were they were bad enough to where um, they needed to. to to excuse him from the investigation. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm not saying that um, they're perfect, but at the same time, when those things do become public and, and, and there's an issue uh, possibly that could come from it, uh, they did the right thing. Eddie Scary of the Washington Examiner covers media for that fine publication, among other things. Eddie, it's always a pleasure. Thanks a bunch for the time. Thanks so much, and Merry Christmas. Oh, thank you. Good to hear from you. Thanks. Yeah, I tell you what, if old Bob Mueller's got like, uh, you know, two tree uh, bedrock conservatives there in the upper reaches of invest- his investigation, have him come out. Say, look, I volunteered for Reagan in college, oh blah, 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 so blah. Listen, where... I'm keeping an eye on things. Everything is on the up and up. That would be good in a weird sort of way, but uh, <sighs> well, that, is that where we are now? Where... Uh, unfortunately, I think it is, or it soon will be. Where and gotta... the FBI's partly to blame. Oh, yeah. For stonewalling. Well, and for Comey jumping into the politics of everything back and forth.
So everybody was trying to uh, assign him a side. Right. That's one of the things that's complicated about this. If your narrative is, uh, wow, it's late. If your narrative is the FBI is out to get Trump, the narrative for the Democrats was the FBI is in the pocket of Trump up until fairly recently. I mean, during the election and right after the election. Trying to defeat Hillary. Sure. Yeah, sure. James Comey just loves Trump. Harry Harry Reid said James Comey should have been on the payroll of the RNC. Harry Reid is a piece of S. (laughs) You quote Harry Reid to me again, I'm coming over the table. That's your argument? Yes. (laughs) Yes, proudly. Ad hominem? He's a talking (laughs) turd. You heard me. So, but when you've got both sides at various times within a year claiming the FBI is out to get one the other party, right? Um, I don't know where, what you do with that. Well, you're obviously in a, a, a big battle of positioning and jockeying and perception, and a, a thinking person, a person of good conscience, has to weigh each claim and decide which is true or, or both or neither. You know what I feel like right now, having just done that. What's that? What sir? would you think of Sean's stories we won't be covering today? Uh, we could do that. Sure, I, I had an good. important legal update on the uh, bikini baristas. That's in also Washington, good. But That's also good. Or you could throw that in if you wanted. It's not that big a deal. <laughs> yeah, we have all sorts of stuff to get to, and we'll get to it in moments. And an update on where we are we're with the Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. Yes. The money we're raising this week. Go to ArmstrongandGettyRadio.com. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. I don't know if I ever made my point. So the whole FBI agent getting booted out of the special investigation thing is more of a story than the mainstream media is making out of it, as they're not mentioning it at all. Right. It could be less of a story than Fox is making out of it. But the net result is you're going to have two populations of people in this country with two completely different views of whatever Mueller comes out with. And if he comes out and says, the president is guilty of something, I'm charged with the crime, you're going to have half the country who thinks it was completely rigged. Mm -hmm. And that's going to be a different situation than we've had in in past times. Yeah. Well, it's not like this happens all the time, where, uh, you know, somebody charges the the president with a crime. But uh, you're going to have a lot of the country that think it was completely phony. You know, and I got to jump in real quick. Fox News. I mean, if you're talking about Hannity, it's one thing. If you're thinking about, you know, special report with Brett Baer, it's another. Or you they're treating it as a lack of oversight more. You should have watched Tucker Carlson last. Oh night. yeah, I did. This actually. is how the secret police begins. Oh yeah, I saw that. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, nobody wants that. It was pretty so, over the top. That story is not over. We'll continue following it. We'll try to be even handed about it, of course, because. Our goal is a healthy, strong America. Let's make America great again or still or better than it was or something. (laughs) Right now, though, it's stories we won't be covering with Positive Sean. Sean, what is your first headline? Just 10 days before its scheduled release, Lionsgate has pulled its connection to the John Travolta starring uh, project called Gotti. This is, of course, as you may have gotten from the title, John Travolta playing the mobster John Gotti. Travolta fresh off his role as uh, lawyer Robert Shapiro, acting entirely through his eyebrows from the OJ <laughs> right. uh, TV show. Right. I was kind of uh, thinking this could be a good movie. 
And uh, why did so, they pull it? So early reports are they they just decided to pull it, not doing it. It, it was very much seen as Lionsgate is, is deciding not to release this. Not so, says John Travolta. Fake news, cries the, the, the disco dancer. Unfortunately, the reports were speculation. Uh, they were bordering on, on fake news. Lionsgate was planning on a minimal release of this film, and I did an investigation to people who might have interest in the financial wherewithal to better release it. So Lionsgate was going to do a small, limited release. Travolta said no, found some backers. They bought the movie from Lionsgate. They are now looking okay. at a wider release. I, I, see, Is I was... it possible it's because he's been banned from, like, half the resorts in California for groping male yeah. massage therapists? That's what I was wondering. I was wondering if they were about to get some giant John Travolta sex scandal headline coming out. Oh, and, yeah. And they don't want their movie in the theater with yeah. the... Uh, the naked urban cowboy in it. I'd be lying if I didn't make that connection myself. Yeah, exactly. If I said I didn't make that because connection the, myself. Those stories have been out there about him forever. Oh, yeah. And it hasn't stuck, but we're in the, the hashtag MeToo era, and uh, people are going to believe his the, accusers. The silence breakers, people yeah. of the year. Fantastic. That's what's going to happen. What else? Barbarina's uh, holiday, going now. Oh, sorry. Holi- holiday party season is upon us. We have offices uh, throwing hard- holiday parties, shindigs. We got a couple of uh, statistics looking at the various ways uh, officers are treating the, the employees and those parties. Now, first of all, with the parties, we have 11% of companies are ditching the holiday parties altogether. The numbers of uh, companies serving alcohol at their holiday gatherings this year is expected to drop about 15% Boo! to less than 50%. You suck! Corporations across all industries are cutting down on holiday shindigs as a way to prevent potential bad behavior, which seems ridiculous. Yeah, because, uh, you know, if you're old enough to remember Christmas parties, everything was fine. Everything was fine. Yep. It wasn't the end of the world. If people had a good time, they became better friends. They liked their coworkers more. No, we don't want bad things to happen, so instead we'll take bad morale and bad productivity. Super. And in terms of the actual how companies are treating their employees, overall, about 40% of organizations will offer employees three or more paid days off during the holidays. About 39% of companies will give gifts or bonuses to employees, 30% just giving bonuses, and about 10% giving merchandise, gift cards, and gift certificates. That's more people getting Christmas bonuses than I thought happened. Here's your bonus. When you show up in January, you'll probably still have your job. Now get Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now... Yeti sightings have long been reported in the the Himalayas for for centuries. Onlurkers describing a a man-like creature, some say almost similar to a bear. Well, it might kind of be half. Then I thought I would call it a bear-like creature. A bear man or a man bear. (laughs) They they might be close because DNA purported from Yeti samples collected in Nepal and Tibet reveal the mysterious beast and bears are likely one and the same. Nine samples of bone, tooth, skin, hair, and feces assembled by British company uh, while making a, a film on this were analyzed by scientists. It's all, a bear. All but long, all but one belong to uh, Tibetan brown bears, Himalayan brown bears, or Asian so, black bears so native we, to the region. So what we have is a brown bear, which is very common. With snow on it. <laughs> uh, what would you say they collected? Uh, they collected bone, tooth, hair, uh, skin, and feces samples. No saliva, no semen. The no. fix is in, please. Sietis. So yeah, the Yetis have very distinctive semen. All but one belong to bears. One tooth sample belonged to actually a dog. And those are the stories we won't be covering. Man, bear dog. <laughs> the bears are who we thought they were. <laughs> and yes. the Yetis are too. Uh, I find all those in the drain in the morning. Hair, <laughs> teeth, teeth, bone. <laughs> wow. Put down a meth pipe, Junior. What's coming up in your news, Marshall? Southern California on fire. Now glamorous Bel Air and Brentwood are burning. 
just in. Multiple women suing Harvey Weinstein, alleging assault, and is Christmas binge drinking aging you? Who is most at risk? <laughs> it ain't Shut making up. you feel younger, based on my experience. <laughs> <laughs> Stories be coming up in minutes on the Armstrong and Getty Show. I never get up in the morning and think, yeah, I feel 10 years younger. <laughs> Uh, yeah, brother. Uh, we need to find out where we are on Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. Check the total. Give you, during the commercials. Huh? ArmstrongandGettyRadio.com. Marshall's News is on the way next. We'll go through all that stuff he was just talking about. And on the Armstrong and Getty Show. So the good... So what did old Colin Kaepernick win last night? I saw him up on the TV. He got something of the year from Sports Illustrated. Yeah, he got the Muhammad Ali Legacy Award. Mm. That was what it was. Gotcha. Did anybody mention that he was just kind of a reasonable guy and a likable guy until he got a hot, hot activist <laughs> girlfriend? Well, um, I'm guessing he's pretty happy with that, like feeling like, you know, I'm happy where I am in my life. Yeah. You got some money in the bank. Oh, yeah, he's got plenty of money. He doesn't have to worry about that. To be fair, I'm a hot activist away from doing all sorts of horrible things. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Every man is. What's that you believe, baby? Me too. Oh, what's that, Scarlet? We need to rob the bank? You got it, baby. That's For what of, cause again? That's yeah, part of your cool. Dr- part of your dream of dating Scarlett Johansson? I, well, it's part of my fear. Like, I will get with a woman <laughs> so beautiful that I'll, I'll just, okay, yeah, sure, let's do <laughs> well, that. Whatever. Well, um, that's crazy, because that's never happened. <laughs> Of course, that crazy thing might be buy a house and have four kids, but you never know. Oh, let's slow down now. <laughs> um, or buy a house, then she boots you out of it. Uh, news now with Marshall Phillips. How much of Southern California is on fire? The L.A. County Fire District now saying there are five fires burning in the area. The latest in the glamorous Bel Air and Brentwood sections of Los Angeles. Two structures burned, a number of others being threatened. The fire has shut down both sides of the 405 freeway. That is one of the busiest freeways in the country. And, of course, you got the largest of the wildfires raging away in Ventura. The forecasters are saying that the winds are going to continue at least through tomorrow, it looks like. The Santa Ana winds, which are helping spread these fires. We've got six women now that have come forward and they filed a suit against Harvey Weinstein, seeking to represent a class of, quote, dozens, if not hundreds of women who say they were assaulted by the movie moguls. Wow. That suit Go by- get them. That suit filed today at a federal court in New York. It claims that his actions to cover up the assaults amounted to civil racketeering. Yeah. And goes on to claim Weinstein and the companies uh, he worked with colluded together to conceal his widespread sexual harassment and assaults. It seems pretty clear to me that that that's true. Is this New York Times article as long as this thing you printed out for me? Yeah. Well, wow, this is an exhaustive look at the yes. the rape syndicate that the Weinstein's put together apparently. Um here's a portion of it. His brother and partner Bob participated in payoffs to women as far back as 1990. Hasn't his brother kind of been acting like, what? I didn't know you were doing this. Right. Well, or at the very least that's enough. I can't stand this anymore. You there, know, if I were going to be more charitable. The company line for how they had it written into his contract, all those payouts, their their stance has always been we we always quote unquote assumed it was 
silencing uh, extramarital affairs. We, yeah. we assume these were consensual right. things, and we were paying right. them off. Tell it to the judge. Right. That's what Scarborough said about um, Matt Lauer. He said, we all knew he was a philanderer. I mean, that was open knowledge. But the fact that he was a predator, that's that's new to us. Yeah. Which I could believe. Um uh, oh, back to the Weinstein thing. So he and his brother have been paying off women as far back as 1990, which is a long time ago. Some low-level assistants were pulled in. They compiled Bibles that included hints on facilitating encounters with women. and were required, The Bible! And were required to procure his penile injections for erectile dysfunction. Oy. His lawyers crafted settlements that kept the truth from being explored, much less exposed. When you quickly settle, there's no need to get all the facts. So they jump on a settlement right away. That's an interesting maneuver. Right. Right. Well, we'll see where this ends. Turns out West Coast homeless rates are so bad, they have pushed the entire U.S. homeless population numbers higher for the first time in seven years. A new U.S. Housing and Urban Development report says homelessness is on the decline, actually, across much of the country. Now, a lot of people are blaming rising rents in California, Oregon, and Washington. Well, it can be going down in the rest of the country and going up in California because they're all moving to California. (laughs) That would be the simplest explanation. Remember, one out of three homeless people are in California, which is an amazing statistic. Now, here's something for you to think about over the holidays. Is Christmas binge drinking aging you? Researchers say... Just because your hangover symptoms fade away fairly quickly, it doesn't mean nah, you're... The older you get, the they're not quite as quick. <laughs> it, it doesn't mean your face has recovered. <laughs> the researchers analyzed studies on the effect of increased alcohol consumption on the skin, and they found the effect from just one night of heavy drinking can linger on your face for up to four weeks. What? Right. Yes. Come, Come on. on Pull ass. Shut up. You bunch of teetotaling wussies! People most affected by this... Get out of my house! Get out! People most affected by this uh, aging situation... Pansies? Women over 40. Ladies? Younger women have it easier. Those in their 20s and 30s usually only have the visible effects for up to a week (laughs) after a rough night. You've had a a hell of a night if you still can see your your (laughs) drunk Tuesday the next Monday night. You can still see it on your face. This is Quit making stuff up, Marshall. And the idea that it's visible on your face for a month is really something. And And that was a party. You have to understand why Armstrong and Giddy are poo-pooing this study because it turns out that men are able better to synthesize alcohol so their skin bounces back even faster than the ladies. All right, fine. I synthesize my alcohol so good. (laughs) You're known for that. I got a nose like W.C. Fields. I got red eyes. I got bags under my eyes I have to check on most airlines. I'm fine. (laughs) Mind your own business. And very quickly, you mentioned uh, quarterback uh, Colin Kaepernick getting a a very special uh, award, uh, the Muhammad Ali Legacy Award from Sports Illustrated. Beyonce presented it to him. And uh, he, uh, Colin, uh, responded by saying, I accept this award not for myself, but on behalf of the people. Because if it were not for my love for the people, I would not have protested. And if it was not for the support from the people, I would not be on this stage today. Well, I got to tell you. With or without the NFL's platform, I will continue to work for the people. Because my platform is the people. I get it. Say the people again. (laughs) (laughs) I get it. Um, People who need people are the happiest people in the world. He's known as a smart guy, straight-A student, all that sort of stuff. He sounded kind of dumb there. 
I thought. I didn't but, know about the straight-A student thing. Yeah, yeah he's, a, yeah, he's a great student all that sort huh. of stuff, but he sounded kind of dumb there. <laughs> well, the reason he was going just on and on about... Uh, well, about but, he's just gotten an award, yeah. and listen to you criticize. Yeah. He sounded kind of dumb. I hear a little racism there. I get that text every day, so what are you going to do? <laughs> From was, my wife. The reason, he was, the reason he was going on and on about the people was Muhammad Ali is often called the people's champ, and he there referred to that at the yeah, beginning. Right, fine. There you go. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips. The Armstrong and Getty Show, the voice of the West. I've had hangovers where I made Steve Bannon look like a young <laughs> Justin Bieber <laughs> compared to me. Wow. Wow. People mistook you for dead. Clear to noon. <laughs> there I am. About to be autopsied in the coroner's office. I'm, I'm alive! I just had no, a rough, you're not. I just had a rough night. I know what a corpse looks like now. Shut up. <laughs> oh, we got to do. We got to do the Warrior Foundation Freedom Station update. See where we are. Trying to raise the money this week. Uh, you go to armstrongandgettyradio.com. Armstrongandgettyradio.com. Get all the information and donate. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. So deep in your eyes, I touch on you more and more every time. When you leave, I'm begging you not to go. Call your name two, three times in the row. Such a funny thing for me to try to explain. How feeling in my pride is Megan Kelly's on the regular Today Show. They worked her into the mix today. Mm. I think that might be a little bit of a nod toward, uh, is this our Matt Lauer replacement? Even oh. though she had the lowest rated 9 o'clock hour in the history of the Today Show, which goes back to the beginning of television. I think it's more likely they're just trying to pump up her numbers during her show. Could be. Get her in front of more peeps, than, you know, any peeps. A uh, little breaking news, breaking news on the Corey Feldman front. Oh, wow. You may remember, uh, not too long ago, uh, Corey said that when he was interviewed by the Santa Barbara County Sheriff's Department in 1993 during the Jacko investigation, he had given them a list of child molesters in Hollywood. Sheriff's Office denied those claims, said they had no records of Feldman revealing such information. Well, now they said, you know what? <laughs> Funniest thing. We went through the files and listened to the interview, and yeah, yeah, he lists a bunch of people who are molesting children in Hollywood, and we ignored it because we were, uh, you know, <laughs> the thing is kind of just centered on Jacko. So anyway, yeah, those tapes do exist. The ones we denied exist, yeah, they exist. So where that goes, nobody knows, but uh, Mr. Feldman has been vindicated at least on that point. Well, and how maddening is that for him or anybody who doesn't like child predators? Right, right. Uh, we were just interested in going after Michael Jackson because that's to be a big story and yeah. all these other people we don't care about. Yeah, mm. See where that heads. Um, we're going to do this first or the update first? What do you think we ought to do first? I kind of want to go right to the update. Okay. Warrior Foundation Freedom Station, Drum raising roll. money for this incredible organization that does such wonderful work for our nation's uh, fighting men and women. Where are we? Rushing. It is at one hundred and five thousand dollars eight hundred and sixty-three. I said dollars way too early. Yeah, you really blew it. You blew it. Oh wow, that's fantastic though. That's that's really solid. One hundred and five grand. Yes, that's pretty good. It's amazing. Oh man, we're gonna build another freedom station. And guys with traumatic brain injury, and post-traumatic stress, and amputations, and terrible injuries. They're rehabbing, they're working, they're trying to figure out who am I, where am I, how am I going to get my life started. We're going to save lives at Freedom Station, thanks to y'all. 
We will save lives. Thanks to you. And as, Go to armstrongandgettyradio.com if you haven't given yet, or even if you have, give more. And as part of the thing, you can actually put your name down. You can be an anonymous person. You can donate in the name of somebody else. But there's somebody who donated in the name of Tim the Enchanter, and i got to know that guy's story. <laughs> what are you enchanting? What is your name? <laughs> somebody texted on that whole alcohol thing that Marshall finds the stupidest fake science. <laughs> <laughs> it's a science unto itself. Um, also from the text line, I agree with Jack, Colin Kaepernick, Colin Kaepernick did sound stupid. Colin Kaepernick in 2020. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. What for president? Uh, people were talking about that. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. I was a running quarterback. Now I'm running for president. <laughs> well, wait a oh. minute. Maybe I jumped to a uh, too early conclusion. That's good stuff. So why would we bring you this? I don't know. We thought it was interesting. Here you go. Here we go. This is my friend Kimberly. She's going to tell me something, and then I'll say it backward, and then I'll play the video backward so that I, so, so that I can prove that I can talk backwards. Uh, I am the fastest talker in the West. I'm the fastest talker in the West. Another one. I love to eat applesauce. No. One more. What was it? Um, <laughs> I'm a troublemaker. I'm a troublemaker. Urkim old barshta mia. Okay, so those are the three phrases. Okay. I will now jump ahead because he, he actually just plays the full video in reverse so you get all the banter between them in reverse. Okay. I'll edit that out. We'll like just... you're doing right now. Yes, exactly. Okay. <laughs> I'm a troublemaker. I'm a troublemaker. Yeah, we heard. I can, barely. I love to eat applesauce. Okay. I am the fastest doctor in the West. How can you say this backward? 500 years ago, they would burn you at a stake. <laughs> You're a witch. Turn me on, dead man. Uh, that that is freaky. Insane. That is really freaky. It, it It is so fascinating, the human brain. The the the, the uh, a person's brain has the ability to do amazing things, but it's only unlocked a little bit in most people, and every once in a while, a lot in a specific area with you know a five year old who can immediately play the cello, like sure. you know, or or you know he's like one of five people on earth who can do that. I yeah, don't know. Yeah. There are, you know, I wonder if there you are can... a lot of variations in the old uh, brain department. No, I'm just saying, a lot you, of models. If they can ever figure out how to unlock the brain on purpose, it clearly is capable of doing amazing things. Just for whatever reason, it doesn't. Some are. <laughs> I'm, curi- <clears throat> I'm curious if he can listen to talking backwards and if he understands that. Like, mm-hmm. does it, is it a two-way street? Can I he only... Know. I would guess yeah. yes. And what a uh, an amazing yet practically worthless talent. <laughs> right. You never need to come up with a good opening line. You just have that. Well, yeah, I can do that, which is entertaining for a couple of minutes, and then you got to move on to something else. Yeah, I would say his only like money earning prospect for that would be to go from bar to bar around America and put on like a forty minute show, you know, for five hundred bucks. Yeah, and then move on to the next town. Yeah, which uh, ain't exactly a dream come true. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty amazing, though. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Yeah, that's nutty, huh? Where do we go from so, here? Uh, anyway. got that. <laughs> There's that. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Two important legal decisions this week. The Supreme Court 
saying the Trump Gates. administration, no, could go ahead with the travel ban mm-hmm. while it was all being wrestled about in court. The Supreme Court didn't make any of the news because the news mostly exists to bash Trump and get higher ratings, which is fine. It's their business model. How many lawyers, three le- legal experts, did you see on cable news saying Trump was clearly doing something unconstitutional? And the Supreme Court said, nah, he can do that. Yeah, I, I, I told you it was an open and shut case. Now, it hasn't been decided, decided sure. yet. Um, God, if you read the statute, it's right there. You, the, 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 the judges had to stretch themselves into pretzels to, quote unquote, overturn the ban. But the soups have said, no, let it stand while, uh, while we wrestle about it. So we'll see how that ends. But I got a pretty good feeling how it's going to end. And a lot of you are going to be unhappy about it, but you'll get over it. Uh, and then this major legal decision. A federal judge has ruled in favor of the bikini baristas in Everett, Washington, who sued the city over a new dress code ordinance that banned bare skin. The US, All bare skin? Uh, Cheat. I don't know. I don't remember the specifics That sounds of pretty it, broad. I can remember, see your forehead. Remember the, uh, well, no, remember the, the law talked about no more than four inches between right. the knee and the vagina or whatever. It was very... Very detailed, but hilariously That's right. impossible to enforce. I mean, within you, the area of the areola and stuff like that. Right, exactly. You'd have to have cops with a book of anatomy in this hand, a ruler in that hand, on their hands and knees, measuring women's thighs, and you'll to have enforce to, this thing and figure out some way to to get through the millions of applications for that job. <laughs> right, exactly. So, uh, so you got your jiggle uh, baristas uh, back in business and beautiful Everett. Fantastic. Freedom! Freedom. (laughs) Oh, hilarious. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.